Hello, this is Ayush from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, March 11th, and India recorded nearly 23,000 cases of coronavirus infection in the last 24 hours, the highest in around two and a half months. This takes the total tally of COVID-19 cases to more than 1 crore 12,85,000. The death toll has increased to 1,58,000 with 126 daily new fatalities. There is once again a sharp increase in the cases while more than 20 million people in India have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Delhi recorded 320 fresh COVID-19 cases and four deaths, breaching the 300 mark again after two days. Maharashtra reported nearly 10,000 new COVID-19 cases and more than 50 deaths. This takes the state's cumulative count of the cases to more than 22,000. An addition of 1,000 plus cases today has spiked Mumbai's cases to 7,000 in a week. In adjoining Thani, the number of hotspots has gone up to 16 again. To prevent the spread of coronavirus, a lockdown has been imposed in these hotspots till March 31st. Trinamool Congress today slammed the Election Commission for failing to provide security to Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee, who was injured during the election campaign in Nandigram. The party said that the EC can't shun responsibility as it is in charge of law and order situation in the pole-bound West Bengal. It added that the commission was acting as per orders of the BJP leaders. After meeting EC officials in Kolkata, a TMC delegation alleged that the election commission did nothing despite there being reports of a possible attack on Banerjee. The three-member TMC delegation, led by State Minister Partho Chatterjee, met the commission and registered a complaint into the incident and has demanded a thorough probe. A 23-year-old Dutch national allegedly involved in the January 26th violence at Redford has been arrested from Delhi's IGI airport. According to the Indian Express, the police said that Marinderjeet Singh, who lives in the UK, was trying to flee the country and was using forged travel documents to head to Nepal at the time of his arrest. It added that Singh was part of a riotous mob at Redford on January 26th. Singh was produced before a Delhi court and sent to police custody for four days. Monica Bhadwaj, DCP Crime Branch, said the Delhi police have electronic evidence which shows Singh carrying a spear during a protest by farmers at the monument. During the investigation, police prepared an electronic map to ascertain the route taken by Singh to reach Red Fort. The DCP claimed that the Dutch national was found with the unruly mob which moved from the Singhu border to Red Fort, adding that Singh also visited the Singhu border protest site several times. According to the police, Singh is a Dutch national and lives with his family in Birmingham in the UK. He works as a construction labourer and came to India in 2019 to meet his cousins and family in Punjab's Gurdaspur, but could not return due to the lockdown. Police allege that Singh was also involved in another case of rioting in Gurdaspur. At News Laundry, we have been covering cases of anti-farm law protesters, including an army veteran, who have been incarcerated by the police on flimsy grounds. One of these investigative reports was done by my colleague Nidhi Suresh, titled Single Violence, Farmer Languishes in Jail Despite Videos Contradicting FIR. You can read this report on newslaundry.com. If you like our reportage from the ground, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the red subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month, so please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. A plea by Rohingya refugees has sought Supreme Court intervention to release and protect over 150 members detained as refugees in Jammu. The application was filed in the Supreme Court today, demanding urgent intervention to release and protect refugees reportedly detained in the state. According to Hindu, the application was filed by a member of the Rohingya community, Muhammad Salimullah, who is represented by advocates Prashant Bhushan and Cheryl D'Souza. 
The application said that according to news reports starting March 7 this year, 150 to 170 Rohingya refugees in Jammu were detained. The Jammu and Kashmir administration allegedly undertook biometric verification of Rohingya refugees, after which some never returned to the camps because they were allegedly detained and jailed by the police. The application added that in India, no legislation has been passed yet that specifically refers to refugees. Hence, Rohingya refugees were often clubbed with a class of illegal immigrants deported by the government under the Foreigners Act 1946 and the Foreigners Order 1948. The plea contended that this was coupled with discrimination against the Rohingya by the government since they are Muslims. Legally, it adds, a refugee is a special category of immigrant and cannot be clubbed with an illegal immigrant. India is further bound to adhere to the principle of non-refoulement through customary international law, the application contended. The principle of non-refoulement or not sending refugees to a place where they face danger is a norm of customary international law. In a twist ahead of the assembly elections in Kerala, a local committee of the Communist Party of India, Marxists, expelled a member who has been nominated as a candidate by the Kerala Congress in the Piravam Assembly constituency. The KCM is a constituent of the CPM-led Left Democratic Front. According to Express, a day after Dr. Sindhumol Jacobs, a homeopathy doctor by profession, was fielded by the KCM in Piravam, the Udavur local committee of the CPM released a statement announcing her expulsion from the party for anti-party activities. She was a member of the Udavur North branch committee of the party. The local committee's purported grouse was that Dr. Jacob did not inform the local leadership of her plan to contest from Piravom on a KCM ticket. However, she told reporters that she had always fought elections as a CPM-backed independent and that apart from her branch membership, she did not hold any other organizational positions. Dr. Jacob is currently a block panchayat vice president in Kottayam district and was earlier the president of the Udavur panchayat. Her name was discussed as a potential candidate by the CPIM in the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. Reports said that she was offered the ticket in Piravam as she belonged to the Jacobite faction of the Malankara Syrian Church, which holds sway in the region. The seat currently rests with Anup Jacob of the Kerala Congress, an ally of the Congress party. An anti-coup protest in the central Myanmar town of Myain turned deadly today, with staff at the local hospital reporting at least six people have been killed. Graphic images shared by a local journalist showed one person dead on the ground in a pool of blood with what appears to be a head injury. A man who took part in the demonstration and helped carry bodies to the hospital told Reuters that security forces had fired on protesters who were peaceful. Another witness told a German news agency that forces targeted a group of people protesting in front of a police station when the police cracked down on the protesters with tear gas and rubber bullets, then fired shots with live bullets. The witness claimed that six people died in the clamptown. Security forces in Myanmar have been using brutal tactics to suppress a nationwide protest movement that opposes the military takeover of the democratically elected government on February 1st. According to the Assistance Association for Political Prisoners, an advocacy group, the death toll of the protests stood at 60, with more than 2,000 civilians arrested. The deaths come one day after the UN Security Council unanimously condemned the violence used against protesters and called for Myanmar's military to exercise restraint. A statement approved by all Security Council members, including Myanmar ally China, also called for the reversal of the coup and the immediate release of elected leaders who have been jailed since the military takeover. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.